Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and hit the hang. You're live in the coop with the Christian comedy chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. And Laura May Pore is almost on. If you guys listen to the show, you know that we are technically challenged, and so it always makes it interesting just to see if we can get us both on. For those of you who didn't know, I'm calling in from Texas, and Laura is calling in from Chicago. So it is just a miracle that we get to speak every week. And for those who regular regularly listen, you know that we just enjoy talking to each other. There she is. Beep, hitting button, and see. Hello. Hola, ¿cómo estás hoy? Oh, muy bien. Chiqui, chiqui, chichangos. I don't know what it said. Hola, thank you. I'm just reveling it. My friend. Oh. How are you? I'm doing so fantastic right now. I feel like I'm on cloud nine. I'm talking to my bestie, and it is awesome. You know, guys, this is busy moms. For Laura and I, this show is the perfect excuse to just reunite. And it is a beautiful thing to do. You guys just get to be witness to all this gooshy, mooshy, awesomeness, bestiness. How are you doing? I am good. I am good. And we, I am, hang on, I'm switching microphones. Alrighty. I mean, better now. <laughs> we were at, like, power, power. Power, gonna lose ya, gonna lose ya. So, I'm much better now. Oh, no, life's been you. good. It's been no super busy. Uh, you know, crazy, regular, five kids, and all the goodness that comes with that, and all the badness mm. that comes with that. Um, also, mm. been working a lot of hours, ranging from like 60 to 70 hours a week the last few weeks. So, it's been rather Ooh. on the crazy side, but blessed. And those you know, are on top. Those are on top of your mom out. Your mom out. Yes. Well, you know what? My husband is making a pretty killer mom right now. Um, although it was oh. precious, preciousness to my heart when he says, "Yo, this mom stuff is not easy." I was like, oh. "Can you say that one more time? I didn't hear you." <laughs> Can I just um, my ringtone? I just want my, well, my phone to ring. So I want it to be Wayne saying, "This job is not so easy. This job is not so easy." Oh, he says this. This stay-at-home stuff is brutal. Um, and I'll never, ever again ask you, like, if the kids are alive when we get home, either one of us, whoever was home did a good job as long as everyone is still breathing. So exactly. it's, been, it's exactly. been quite a journey, but it's been good because, you know, I appreciate he was pulling, you know, 70 and 80-hour weeks before, and I told him thank you often, but he didn't get it. Like, I didn't get how draining it is, and how much you really do rely on your spouse, or you know, sometimes it's a family member who helps out. But who's at home with the kids is doing just as much or more work, and both parts are so equally vital. Um, because my husband is willing to be home with our family, we don't have to source our kids out to daycare and you know incur that extra expense. So um, it's it's neat because I I can better understand his perspective now, being the one that's out there you know, help him provide, he can better understand what it's like, you know, being home, 
but I realize, hey, I am valuable. When I'm at home with the kids, that is a value because I look at it like when I'm at work, I couldn't do it if he wasn't willing to sit with the kids. I, you know, I couldn't afford, I might as well not even work because it would cost so much. So God has given us a beautiful perspective of really walking a mile in each other's shoes. And I don't know Hmm. what the end of it means. And I don't know what the purpose is in all of it, but I do know, and it's so ironic that we are doing this um, parenting show. Um, It's so ironic that God would give us this beautiful understanding that most couples can't just can't grasp because you don't live it. You can't get it, but we're living day to day like role reversal. And I can appreciate so many things so much better that he had done. He appreciates so much more the things that I had done or not done at the house. Um, so if you ask me to boil down, you know, how has the last three of your life been? Really to boil down everything is blessed because God doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And if we go through things and we are willing to learn, um, God, teach me what you want me to learn through this. Isn't this what we want for our kids, too? Just learn. I want you to learn a lesson through this. I want you to take this experience and never make that mistake again or take this experience and do even better next time. Um, So I'm just trying to be a good little child of God, and I'm thankful that God loves me enough to teach me in this season. Well, you know, I love love you answer. I I just love that you answered the question because, you know, what's that thing called when you just put the letters up and you don't do the whole word? You know what I mean? Where, oh, like an for example, An acronym. Like I love when you make me look smart, guys. That's an acronym that I just used on the subject when <laughs> I put H-T-B-A-G-P with CCC Chicks Part 1. It's kind of very coded. Nice. It's an acronym, guys. Acronym. But the H-T-B-A-G-P is how to be a good parent. And I was going to put mom, but you actually inspired me. Wayne inspired me. Guys, why don't I put mom? We're talking about parent here. And the answer to the question on how to be a good parent, part one, in our three-part series, please listen, guys, it's our first series. It's pretty serious in our series. But the answer <laughs> is how to be, from how to be a good parent is to become a good child. And, you know, and that, that talk about when you just said appreciation, and you appreciate, you know, Wayne's role, and, and Wayne appreciates your role. And I just think that, you know, that childlike appreciation that comes from just like, whoa, you know, this is awesome, versus like, well, I've had that, you know, so many times in my in my life, and also becoming a good child of God, just really submitting yourself and just crawling up in his lap, just like our children do when they crawl up in our lap and, they, you know, they want to snuggle when it's night-night time, and I'm like, go to bed! But I'm just being honest. Okay, I should have probably named it H-T-B-A-B-P, which is how to be a bad parent, and I probably have a little more experience with that, but that's it. Let's keep it on the positive, okay? Let's positive that up with good parents, and I just, you are just awesome. And the fact that with five kids, you're right. If they're still alive and they're still breathing, guys, you made it. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Uh, well, and how have you been, my friend? Because I maybe you told everybody else, but so I want to know. Oh, you know what? I've been awesome. The regular Zumba, you know, guys, and that is, you know, how it is. You know, it's just awesome. When I first started there, it was you know, all embarrassed and, you know, ha-ha, well, I didn't, now I am a silly mongoose. I'm like, is it David, the guy who danced in the street? This other guy who was like, why is he dancing? Weird. Is that his name? Was it? Oh, sorry, I didn't catch the last part of what you said. I that, was it David? Was David the one who danced in the streets? 
Yes. 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 Okay. Dance before like the Lord. Yes. I mean, just dance is all face off. Childlike almost. You know, because sometimes I run and I want to break it down on the road, but I see cars coming and I'm like, eesh, that'd be embarrassing. But in Zumba, we are just dancing our faces off, and it's just like that, that moment where it's going to be like where we get to heaven. Because you know children have no shame. Like my kids will dance and sing and do a twirl and a flip in the middle of church. If I did that now, it would be like, Jessica is on drugs. Okay? But when we get to heaven, this childlike innocence of being able to do this stuff is just going to be awesome. And so to answer your question, just great, my friend. I'm learning how to be a kid. I'm learning how to live this thing that they said in church, a Zoe life. Uh, Zoe life means to live your life in abundance and fullness and absolute joy and just how God wanted you to live it. And so I've just been praying for this Zoe life, not only for myself, but for you, my friend. Just this, the picture that they showed when they explained this Zoe life was this girl just arms open, running through a field it looked like. I wouldn't have been running. I would have been walking swiftly. But still, walking <laughs> swiftly through a field with my arms out and just, she felt was feeling the sun on her face. And I thought to myself, man, I just want to live this Zoe, this Zoe life like a child and just this might not get the innocence back, okay? But I just love the idea of this, this playfulness that God loves us to have. And to be a good parent, I think you have to embrace this playfulness of, you know, life is good, you know, and even when things are crowding, the kids can see. Kids know when you're broke. Kids know when it's, it's hard times and there's not, you know, there's only beans and rice left right now. But what they will remember is that essence, that essence of not like, oh, man, but that appreciation that you talked about of like, wow, this is awesome. You know, or that perspective of, you know, man, Wayne did a lot of work and Laura did a lot of work. And I almost think you have to get into that child, that child position to accept that. Um, anyway, that's what I think. Those are my thoughts. I love it. You like how I just stop? Wasn't that a good segue? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, it's like a bad dream. You know what happens when you think you're talking to somebody for a long time and they're not there and you've been talking to nothing the whole time? I mean, I'm glad we have listeners. It's not really that case, but it's kind of the other opposite case where... There you are! Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Oh! (gasps) See, what happened is I went to my... I I just came back to the dead battery <clears throat> because it's obviously more reliable than my church one. Okay. Guys. <laughs> my time is limited, but I did hear everything you said. You were not alone. You were not talking to dead air, just a dead battery. I've done it before, and I'll do it again all day long. Anyway, so what, what's your take on being a good parent? What, what's your answer to being a good parent? Okay, I do think that we expect our kids to see the best in the situation. And it's love how you you know, just embrace life and you know, it's a moment you're in. And my mom, I think I've told the story. Wait, wait. My mom used try, to to, a, try to tilt your head to the right a little bit. Oh, Maybe no. There. That's better. Go ahead. Yes? Okay. Um, yep. My mom used to make us play like we were pioneers on a wagon trail. And when we had lentils and rice for dinner, she would say, let's pretend we're pioneers. We're going to Oregon. Let's pretend. And it was goofy, right? But, and you know, now as adults, we just laugh at it. But really, she knew that we didn't have much for the groceries that week. And so she said, let's turn it into a game. So there are so many ways that we can look at life and embrace it. And I love that you said that because as parents, we too often forget that. We want our kids 
to look at the bright side and we want our kids to make the best of a situation. But too often we as adults are willing to just throw in the towel and be depressed and discouraged and hateful and moody and say, well, it's just life. But we don't expect yeah. it from our kids. So if we want our well, kids you know, to make the best of it, why don't we? Yeah. Well, you know, she. I love how she played pretend. You know, and in that, that talking about, like, if you want to be a good parent, be a good child, you know, child, children pretend. And I used to be this kind of mom, and sometimes I am, I try not to be, where my kids are like, what if a dragon came out of the suitcase and, you know, breathed marshmallow air? And I used to be the kind of parent that's like, well, that's never going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And crazy. I didn't ever say that. But I have recently started engaging in this pretend time where it's like, mom, listen, what happens if a four-foot marshmallow man, you know, jumps out of your purse? I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to eat him until he's dead. And it becomes just like, it. what? Did mom just say that? But even your mom with the chuck wagon, embrace pretend time, guys. Embrace that time where you go in and you make a fort and you just become a child. She's in there. He's in there somewhere. <laughs> Might be very deep, deep. But in there somewhere <laughs> is this child where it's that play that pretend part. And it's so silly, but it's just awesome. And that's that same part that God loves when you go to him and you just become this great child of God where you're just like, God, listen, I don't know what I'm doing over here. Don't you love when your kids come to you and you're like, Mom, please fix this. I broke it. And that same instance right. where you go to God, they're just – and mind you guys, in this three-part series, Laura and I, the most answers that we have are usually the wrong answers. But those wrong answers lead us <laughs> to the right answers where God's like, listen, you, you stumbled over that. You tripped on that Lego. But, but this is the way I want you to go. And that is that childlikeness that we become so adultish and so parentish. And I am the meter. I know all the answers. Well, you don't really know anything is the bottom line. You know that God loves you. God entrusted to you these children that are not yours. And that if you openly admit just like a child, listen, I don't, what I'm do- I don't know what I'm doing, Mom. I do not know how to open this cereal box, and I'm just going to cut it all open and spill Cheerios if I try to do it myself. Here, Father, please. I, I believe in my heart that there is honor in that, that, that God is like, yes, let me help you. Because just when our children come to you, they think the same thing. And, you know, after 10 seconds, 10 seconds between friends, because she knows we're going to take another couple. Why don't you pray for us? <laughs> All right. Can you hear me okay? Perfectly. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you that despite how crazy life has been, for all of us the last several weeks that you've given us this moment, this gift of today. I thank you that we're able to pick up right where we left off. Um, I thank you that we both still have our husbands, we have our families, we have our mothers, Mm -hmm. we have our fathers. And I just thank you that we were able to get out of bed this morning. I thank you that we were able to open Mm. our eyes and see everything around us. I thank you that we were able to feel love for our kids, that we were able to feel joy in your salvation and I just am so full of gratefulness for the things that you've given me that I would just ask that you help me to keep that perspective. It's so tough sometimes, and just like a child, sometimes we're so focused on what we don't have and what other people have that we wish we had. God, I've been guilty of that this week. I I look at people taking vacations, and I think, wham, vacation must be nice. (laughs) God, forgive me for that. I don't know where they get the stinking money. I don't know what gives them the right to be able to go party time (laughs) and take time off work. Uh, Forgive my horrid, childish feelings. 
and help me to just rejoice with them that you have given them that gift. And I thank you for what you're teaching me that I can find joy with or without vacation, with or without a dishwasher, with or without conditioning, with or without all the fruit that I wish I could or couldn't get at the grocery store. I thank you that you are giving me the gift of learning to be content wherever I am. Paul said he learned how to abound, and he also learned how to go low. And he learned in all things to be content with only you. And I thank you for that blessed lesson that you are teaching me. Because in that, in that same moment, I'm able to teach my children how to learn how to let you be enough. And that is so valuable. That is the only thing that will carry them through life, not riches, not fame, not vacations. Um, Satisfaction in you alone will be the only thing that I could ever teach them that will be with them until the day you call them home. And I just thank you for the incredible gift that it is that you would teach me, that you would teach Wayne, that you would give us the chance to teach our kids. And thank you for the reminder to pretend. I love that. God, you talked in stories the whole time you were here on earth. You loved telling stories. And I thank you for the reminder of how important it is, the giggle on their faces when mom and dad join in the pretend. Just their eyes light up, and we get to all go to a magical place for a moment. And I thank you for my friend, and I thank you for her beautiful reminder that um, – that it's important to do that with our kids once in a while. It's important to do that with ourselves. And I thank you for that pretend jet that we're going to have someday. I thank you. Oh. I imagine and oh. dream. And I thank you for the, the momentary mental vacation that it gives us just to think about these pretend things. And who knows if one day you may, in all your riches and glory, drop it out of heaven for us to enjoy after all. And until then, I thank you for the moments of pretend. I thank you for the moments of truth Mm -hmm. when we know that without all those things, you are more than enough. And I thank Mm -hmm. you for my precious friend. And I thank you that no matter how bad a parent I feel like I am most days, that you love me like a child and you say, just keep trying, do your best, be holy as I am holy, and that you gently remind me day after day to do my best, to put all else aside, and to focus on loving and serving you. And that every day you help me learn a lesson I didn't know the day before. So I just thank you for being patient with me. Please help me extend that patience to my children because in doing so I will teach them to do the same to their children. Thank you for the opportunity every day to serve you and for your forgiveness every day when I don't measure up, for your grace to say that I still am enough in your eyes. God, I'm full and overflowing with gratefulness. And I would ask that you bless my friend and her family and that you would give us a joy unspeakable today like only you can. And we pray for Mm. all our listeners to have that joy and that peace that only you can bring. And we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Oh, this joy is free. It's free. Come grab it. Come get a bag. If you think Laura and I live in, I don't don't know what your perceptions are, but let me just tell you something. This Zoe, this joy, it comes from God. It doesn't come from anywhere else. There's no other stem from it except from God. And the blooms that you see in the life, it aren't because it's always been sunny. So I just, if you weren't listening and you're like, those ladies are out of their mind, you know, (laughs) where does the joy come from? The answer is the joy comes from God and it's not just for us. God said it is for everyone. Everyone is entitled to this Zoe life. Ask him for it. Yes. He will give it to you. I promise he will. And when Laura said, do your best, it's doing your best is getting off the couch once today to give your kid a hug and get right back on the couch. If that's your best, do it. 
And every yes. day he will strengthen you. Every day he will give you more. Once you realize that being a good parent isn't being a perfect parent, and just like Laura and I say, imperfect is completely perfect. If you are a mess, you are doing it right. Give glory to God in your mess because he is with you, sitting next to you in your mess with a cheese puff. He loves you in your cheese puff. And if your best the next day <laughs> is to give two hugs and to get off the couch two times, then do that and be content and be happy with that. And that is the Zoe life. It is not letting me or allowing the enemy to come in in any way and to say that you are not good enough and you are not good enough for his love because that is a lie. It is an absolute, positively, 100% lie. Don't believe it. Laura and I are here to tell you that this life and this joy, it comes from God. Ask for it. We want you to have it. If you are listening with an ear's reach, we do not get paid for this show. Our payment is the <laughs> love and the peace that is awesome. And knowing that you know you can have it too. And so if you are with ears reach of this, know that you have it. We are praying for you. We don't know who you are, and we are praying for you that you would have this joy and this peace because we will see you in eternity. And we cannot wait to high-five you. Anyway, I just thought I would go off on a tangent there. God, it always puts me on off on a tangent. So follow our flight every Wednesday, three-part series. Next week, part two, let me give you a little, little preview. It's called Turn It Off. Okay. Okay, recently inspired by a cable bill that didn't get paid, but awesome blessings that came out of it. Anyway, the point is, guys, Series 2, turn it off. Tune in next week, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, every Wednesday, guys, here on Blog Talk Radio, where the non-famous can be famous. I don't know. <laughs> I just, uh, anyway, follow, oh, I love you. follow our flight on, on uh, Facebook, G Comedy Chicks, and at CCC Chicks is our Twitter. I will tweet this blog. I tweet things, guys, once a week. That's what I do. And until then, Laura, I love you. I don't even want to ever disconnect because I just love you so much. I can't even stand it. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Until next week, my friend. Ugh. Part two. I'm so week. excited. Right, we don't know what we're doing next week. <laughs> I love it. Guys, we do series now. Okay, we do three-part series and we say it like that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so proper when we talk like that. We do. When, when you go to AMTC, Laura, when you fly out somewhere, you're just going to have to tell them. We do three-part series. Make sure you pull out the series, three parts. <laughs> I love when people ask, it's well, so what serious. radio station are you on? I'm like, it's Blog Talk. Ever heard of it? No. Yes. Oh, okay. that's all right. You, you know, it? a lot of people haven't Blog. heard of it. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, we're big in Indonesia. In Indonesia, they love us. They can't get enough of us. Oh. Oh, my friend. Well, we'll talk to you next week then. All right. Sounds good. Cluckety cluck. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other